Hello, story lovers. I'm Laurel McCarg, host of Alligator Preserves. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about flipping the calendar and about a new experiment I'm trying. I read a little blurb about a woman who's doing a 30-day challenge to drink a gallon of water a day. And if any of you out there know me, you know how much I like interesting challenges and sometimes short-term challenges. And so when I flip the calendar over to September 1st, I started as well. So stay tuned for my experiment and some other things that are happening right now. Welcome to Alligator Preserves, a weekly podcast about revealing yourself through storytelling, story reading, and story writing, but probably not story arithmetic because that's not a thing. You just might surprise yourself with the secrets you'll uncover. Today is September 4th, 2019, and I'm wondering how many of you out there keep paper calendars, you know, the kind you hang up on a wall or maybe keep on your desk, a paper calendar. Yes, I know it's 2019 and there are other ways of keeping track of things, but I still prefer a calendar I can write on with a pen and cross things off and put appointments on and put people's birthdays on so I can flip ahead and quickly see what's going on each month and who I'm going to end up sending late birthday cards to. Because <laughs> even if I see them on my calendar, I still end up sending late birthday cards. Does anyone out there still send birthday cards? Is the United States Postal Service and Hallmark, are they in danger? I don't know. I don't want them to be. So one thing I'm really enjoying doing, and this was a suggestion that our youngest son, Jake, suggested when I set up my Patreon account. He said that patrons at a certain level should maybe get a handwritten haiku from you each month. And so I've been doing that for the past several months, and I really enjoy it. I buy cards from local artisans or from Hallmark, I'll admit. And uh, each month I have to create a haiku. And then I can't just send a haiku. I have to also put a little note in it. So that's another way of keeping in touch with people on a really personal level, and, and I think a special level. So thanks, Jake, for that suggestion. I'm really enjoying it. So my next question to you listeners out there is, how many of you, when you realized it was September 1st, whether you actually flipped the calendar from August to September or whether you just wrote that first check, who writes checks anymore? <laughs> and had to write 1 September 2019 or whatever, however you realized it. Were you depressed? Were you excited? How did you feel about that change? Because for me, gosh, I, I didn't even sleep the night of August 31st. And it's funny because one of my sisters and one of my friends, they also told me that they didn't sleep that night either. And I think it had something to do with the realization that summer was over. Now, of course, Labor Day weekend also aligned with the first couple of days of September, which it doesn't always, but it took me to my childhood when Labor Day weekend meant the end of summer. 
And I don't know about you, but when I was a wee tot, I used to get really excited about the idea of going back to school. Labor Day weekend would mean a big bash down at Cape Cod at my best friend Marilyn's cottage that sat just across the street from a beach. Her parents owned this great cottage and would invite all the neighbors down from our neighborhood in Braintree, and whoever wanted to make the drive would go down and spend quite a fun weekend, generally with all the mothers cooking and and cleaning and all the fathers playing card games and drinking. Well, the the women would drink too. There was a lot of drinking going on. And we kids would spend most of the time on the beach and come back covered in salt and sand and have to take a shower in the outdoor shower, which we thought was pretty cool. And once the weekend was over, we laid out our back-to-school clothes and probably didn't sleep the night before the first day of school because of being excited about who would see in our new classes and how our teachers would be. So this year, flipping my paper calendar from August to September gave me kind of a different feeling. Now, we've just moved from Leadville to Salida, Colorado, an hour down the road. Actually, still moving. Yes, we still have some things in the Leadville home, but our Salida home now really feels like home because we've been here a couple months already. And I remember at the beginning of summer, which now seems so far away, talking with my friend Carol Bellhouse, who's also an author, and she's also my accountability coach. We talk every Monday morning and set goals for the week, and then each Monday we either check off what we've accomplished, or we bump them forward, or we cross them off completely. And so at the beginning of summer this year, we both decided that we should give ourselves a summer vacation and not put so many goals on our plate for the summer months. So although I do feel like I accomplished a lot, the the move was, and still is, huge. I also feel like I took a pretty good summer vacation from writing. And that left me on 1 September feeling kind of like I felt when I was a youngster going back to school, excited about it and excited about getting back to work and having a routine and being productive. So on the 1st of September, I started two new things. I started the drink a gallon of water a day challenge. And I also started my commitment to writing a completely different genre, one that Mike has suggested several times. Not that he reads romance novels, far from it, but he's told me there's a dearth of military romance novels on the market. And he does love that word, dearth. (laughs) So I got to thinking, as I sometimes do, hmm, romance. I haven't written any romance novels. And I do believe I have the credentials to write a military-themed novel. In my last episode... I encourage listeners to participate in this new project of mine, and I'll encourage you once again. Now, let me talk to you about my gallon of water a day challenge. On day one, I had to ask Siri, how many ounces are in a gallon? I I know I had to memorize that information in seventh grade home ec class. Do they do home ec classes anymore? I don't know. But 
I'd forgotten. Anyway, it's 128 fluid ounces. That's four full Nalgene bottles a day. I decided on day one to tackle it two tall glasses at a time, and I guzzled down six before noon, which was a little bit harder than it sounds. And without getting too gross here, let me just say that before we headed out to Twin Lakes to paddle and uh, kayak, my body decided that it was time to get rid of things. And I had one of those glorious, wow, I feel 10 pounds lighter moments. (laughs) Anyway, I drank six more glasses before bedtime. It was easy to drink 32 ounces from my Nalgene while I was paddleboarding because it was really warm out there. And I was kind of amazed that I wasn't up peeing all night, maybe because I peed plenty during the day. And I slept really, really well. After day two's morning guzzle, I had another glorious experience. And then I thought, oh boy, I hope it's not a parasite from the well water I'm drinking in our new home. <laughs> but it's it's not. And my two glasses at a time seemed to work pretty well. Slept great again that night. Although I did get a little bit dizzy and disoriented feeling around 5 p.m. before we picked up our pizzas for dinner. It passed pretty quickly. Day three, I had no glorious experience. Maybe because I had already purged, shall we say, my backlog? (laughs) Ew. TMI, I know, sorry. I woke up with a tremendous amount of energy. I walked or slogged my new route in the morning, a little more than two miles. I rode on our Concept 2 rower for about 10 minutes, did a few push-ups, and then decided I'd hula hoop for the duration of two classic rock songs, whichever two songs came on my Pandora channel. The first song, Heartache Tonight. And so I was hula hooping clockwise during Heartache Tonight, and then I decided I would hula hoop counterclockwise for the next song. And what was the next song? Stairway to Heaven. (laughs) So I'm like, no. But yes, I hula hooped the entire time. Had to go from counterclockwise to clockwise to counterclockwise a couple of times because that's a long song. Anyway, during my walk, I had some great ideas about my new military romance series, which I'm going to start writing in earnest for this year's NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month. And here's a tip for you writers, thinkers, dreamers out there. Capture your ideas, capture your dreams, either in a notebook or as I like to do when I'm walking, because walking is when I get tons of ideas. I use my iPhone and the little voice memos app on it, and I just record my ideas, often breathlessly. So I brought my ideas back, and then I did some research on romance novels and romance series. And then I got even more excited because, boy, do I have stories from my own cadet days at West Point. And Mike suggested I start my series with the main character being a cadet. 
Now, you're not supposed to start writing anything before NaNoWriMo, although you can have an outline. And so that's perfect because that gives me the rest of September and all of October to continue my research and to read a romance or two to get an idea of what's out there now. And I'd still love to share my process with you and get some feedback from you along the way. Now, today's day four of my gallon a day water challenge. We had a wrath of God storm last night. Thunder that shook my teeth and lightning that imprinted on my eyeballs even through our closed shades. It was an apocalyptic level storm, which is kind of interesting because I had an apocalyptic dream the other night too. Hmm, time to go back to Leadville today and do some more cleaning out and visit with my friends there. And tomorrow I'm pretty excited about picking up my best friend since kindergarten. Marilyn of the Cape Cod House. She's coming to celebrate her 60th birthday with me. Maybe I can convince her to do an interview. Thanks for visiting with me today. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Subscribe to Alligator Preserves, you know, wherever you get your podcasts. And think about helping to support my efforts on Patreon. Follow me on my website, LeadvilleLaurel.com and on Twitter at LeadvilleLaurel. Email me any ideas you might have for my military series or any comments you might want to make about it. My email is laurel at strackpress.com. That's S-T-R-A-C-K-P-R-E-S-S dot com. And join me next time when I'll talk about something completely different, although some things are going to be the same because I'll update you on my gallon a day water experiment and where I am with my outline for my new military series. Until then, be good to yourselves. Ooh, gotta go pee. Bye. Alligator Preserves is hosted and produced by Laurel McCard with technical support provided by her husband, Mike McCard. Follow her on her website at leadvillelaurel.com, where she writes about life, real, and imagined. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy her books. Find her work at amazon.com.